Hello my loves and welcome back to Growing Pains. Welcome in. I hope you all having an amazing day. It is currently 2pm for me. My feet are absolutely freezing. So freezing that I kind of want to cry right now but it's fine. Anyways, um, today we are going to be talking about toxicity. Now, you know, we hear this phrase, this word a lot these days. Like, oh my gosh, that's so toxic. Oh my god, this person's so toxic. Um, but to be honest, like, it's actually a really important word. I mean, I guess it has kind of lost its meaning because of how often it's used. Same as like gaslighting. That's become like an obsession of so many people. Um, the word pick me has also become an obsession with people. And, and like, they don't even know the meaning of the words. That's why it's so funny. But toxicity, you know, we can all kind of recognize. Um, well, I'd hope that we can all recognize or maybe sometimes we don't recognize when something is toxic for us or when we are the toxic person in a situation. Um, if you, I don't know, I feel like, I don't know, a lot of people are like, oh, I'm not toxic. Like they try to delude themselves into, you know, not being toxic. And it's like, no, bro, you are toxic. Everyone's a toxic person when they want to be. We have toxic tendencies um, and habits that you know we we need to recognize at the end of the day like a lot of people as I said are just delusional and try to pretend that they're the most perfect person in the world and and then they don't have these toxic um tendencies but they do we all do I do most definitely um but yeah today obviously we're going to be talking about toxicity um the kind of subtopic I want to start with is toxic environments now a lot of people think when I say that it's referring to you know um your upbringing which yeah I guess we can kind of talk about that today we can kind of talk about being in a toxic upbringing and honestly toxicity is such like it can be very subjective but it's also a really big spectrum like toxic to many people like they automatically go to the extreme of like oh my god toxic that means that they're a bad person and that's not the case toxicity and and having toxic um tendencies doesn't necessarily make you a bad person um unless you're just an asshole about it unless you're like yeah I'm toxic I don't give a fuck like no bitch (laughs) sort yourself out recognize and and honestly change your change your ways change yourself um so I want to talk about, you know, my, the, my upbringing. Um, you know, I wasn't necessarily in a toxic environment. Um, well, I kind of was like physically because it was just a shit area, shit situation. It was just me and my mom. Um, and my mom's not a toxic person at all in the slightest, but she has had her struggles, which have led to her having quote unquote toxic tendencies, which have kind of affected me in a way um like you know with my communication I struggle a lot with my communication and one of the biggest reasons for that is not having those conversations that needed to be have had when um you know when I was growing up with with my mom looking after me and stuff um but toxic environments you know it's kind of scary it it is scary because sometimes you don't even recognize that you're in a toxic environment you're just like this is normal like your brain automatically normalizes it and desensitizes you to what's actually going on around you and and it's just like oh it's fine like 
whatever yeah you because you're so used to it and it's so normal to you like you don't recognize it for what it is um and a lot of the time it, it comes down to an outsider's perspective and someone looking in to your situation and being like hey no this isn't okay this is uh red flags everywhere you're not seeing those red flags right now um and sometimes you know especially in my case like I've had people say to me like oh jazz look this is a toxic environment like you need to separate yourself or take yourself out of this environment it's not good for you and I've just like replied to them and been like oh it's fine like it's all good like the delusion the sheer delusion that I've had for so many situations especially when it's been toxic environments because for those of you who know me I spent a lot of years I spent a lot of years like prioritizing everyone else's feelings over my own um regardless of how that person treated me or those people treated me and regardless of whether the environment that I was in was toxic or not because I I don't know I'm just I'm a very loyal person so I'm like oh it's fine like I can endure this suffering I can endure this toxicity and negative energy um it's fine just because you know they're my friend I'm loyal to my friends um but that's not the case you know toxic environments obviously aren't good for us they are toxic for a reason um they're negative spaces full of negative energy and you know I don't know so with with being in a toxic environment or a situation as I said you sometimes if you're like me you delude yourself right and you know you can have everyone screaming at you and saying look jazz no don't do this like leave leave whatever leave this environment um but really and truly you're not gonna leave that environment unless you're ready to leave that environment you can have every single person in the world you could have the queen the prime minister the president like at your door like blowing up your phone being like listen this environment isn't good for you and unless you're at that mental stage yourself you're not going to be willing to leave that situation you're just going to be like no it's fine because you you've kind of as I said you you've just desensitized yourself and you know you're, you're just allowing all this negative energy and toxicity to continue because it's all you've all you've ever known but you know you've just got to get to that toxic you've not get to that toxic mind frame what the hell not be in a toxic mind frame and you know be prepared to leave because it sucks it does fucking suck and it's very daunting and it can be overwhelming especially as I said when it's all you've ever known and to break that toxicity off and then you know you kind of have to be prepared to you know experience what is after that kind of toxic cycle toxic situation and that can be daunting especially if you you have an anxious brain when you have an anxious brain you're always like looking for things to go wrong you're always waiting for things to go wrong and even when like good things happen to you you're like no something's not right something's gonna go wrong and you're just anticipating something bad to happen um and even with that like you've just got to kind of train your brain to be like hey look this is a good thing and yeah, bad things might happen, but it's fine because bad things happen all the time and it's okay. So, you know, you, you've just got to work on changing that mindset and obviously be prepared to take that leap of faith in a way and, and you know, be prepared to 
go off on your own um for example like friendships you guys I've talked about this a lot on on stream particularly but you know I've had a lot of um a lot of friends oh my god I'm so popular um (laughs) I've had a lot of friendship groups um I don't know like I've never really even now that I think about it I've never really had like a a proper healthy friendship group which fucking sucks that's really sad I've had healthy friendships like singular like with individuals but like friendship groups have never worked out for me for some reason I don't know if that's a me problem or what because honestly I'm sick of it um you know I'm 21 now nearly 22 and you know I've never really had a stable healthy non-toxic friendship group which is okay because I'm happy with the you know the individuals I do have around me who are my friends um but, you know, especially in school, school was probably the the most the most like overwhelming part when it comes to friendships because obviously you know when you start school like high school you know you want to you want to fit in you want to be that person who everyone likes and you don't have any problems with anyone you want to be popular everyone wants to be fucking popular even if like I used to sit there and be like I I don't want to be popular like ew that's so boring like no bitch every single person wants to be popular regardless of how much you try to suppress the idea because it's true everyone wants people to like them everyone wants you know people to want to hang out with them and 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 be friends with them ultimately um so with that especially when I started school high school it was that strive to be like liked by everyone and be popular so I found myself in friendship groups that I didn't relate to in the slightest um like with the popular girls and stuff like that it was just like I I don't I can't relate to these people and then I eventually found like a a, well what I thought was it was a good friendship group okay It, it actually was this is I know I sound delusional but like it was a good friendship group when it first started so you know having friends who have similar interests with you that's great you know you can talk about things and um, talk about your hobbies um just like have fun right that's like the key part to having like the friendship well it was at the time for me um so I was just like yay there's people like me and I just took that and ran with it ran for the fucking hills I was like yay I finally have friends who are into the things that I'm into and then obviously like I don't know with when you're a teen oh my gosh when you're a teen there's so many things going on in your head all at once there's like 50,000 things like circulating in your brain and then you've got hormones chemicals all that kind of shit it's a lot it's very overwhelming um and I would not like to relive my teen years at all no thank you I'm good thanks but um like there's just a lot going on and I, oh, I don't know everyone's growing and everyone's growing at their own paces and in your teens you will make so many mistakes you will make a shit ton of mistakes and you will make bad decisions bad calls you, you know what I mean and it's a given it happens you know it's just a, a part of life in a way but you know with my friends they became toxic and I don't know I think well actually no we'll get to that bit they became toxic friends and it kind of became like a 
some sort of a, an emotionally abusive relationship with my friends, particularly someone who I referred to as my best friend, um, she just became very manipulative, very emotionally abusive, um, racially abusive. She was just a bitch. But because I was so... My Xbox is making some weird ass noises right now. I thought, I don't even know what that was. Um, but you know, I would excuse it because I was like, oh, they're, they're my friend. And it got to the point, you know, um, there's a phrase called love bombing, which is, you know, regarding, you know, at the start of a relationship where this person just showers you and overwhelms you with love, like gives gifts to you, showers you with attention, affection, whatever you need, they give everything. And then it gets to a certain point and they just cut it off and they're a completely different person. Um, and then things get bad and then they love bomb you again. So, you know, they keep you hooked. And that's what it got like with my with my friendship with this person. Like, it, she would tell me she loves me and, you know, support me, hype me up, listen to my issues because I had a shit ton of issues back then. Um, she'd come to my house, like spend time with my family, all that kind of stuff. And then she would be horrible. She would take the piss out of my my weight. And at the time I was struggling with a, an eating disorder. She would um, make racial remarks, um, microaggress- microaggressions the house down. Oh my gosh. And the thing is, at the time, I didn't even think my microaggressions probably was a word back then. Um, but I didn't know of it. Like, I didn't know what it was. But I remember every time she'd make those, like, microaggressions, in the back of my head, I'd be like, that doesn't seem right to me. Like, that, like, that's not okay, right? But because I, I didn't have a term for it, and I was also delusional, I just, you know, shrugged it off and, and you know, like, I was like, oh, it's whatever. She's my best friend. She's my best friend. And that's why I kept telling myself. Um, and, you know, she kind of, she was kind of like the, the ring lead, ringleader of the group. She, she just like, she controlled the fuck out of everyone. If she didn't have control, that's where there'd be issues. And I don't know, she, she was just like that type of person who just needed to have control over everyone and also put self-doubt into everyone. Because at one point, <laughs> at one point, me and my, well, okay, so I say this person was my best friend. She was one of my best friends, but she wasn't like my ultimate best friend. My ultimate best friend at the time, um, We'll say best friend number one, which is the evil one, and best friend number two. No, best friend number one, <laughs> which is my main, like my main best friend. She was amazing to me. And best friend number two, she was the evil one. So best friend number two made it so that me and best friend number one fell out with each other and we stopped talking to each other. And best friend number two would still talk to both of us. And she'd just feed us a bunch of shit. And she'd, but she'd make sure to be like, oh, but I'm here for you. I'm your friend. Like, who cares about that other person? She's just shitting on both of us to each other, basically. And, um, like, that was so manipulative. But it fucking worked. And that's why, like, bro, even even talking about it right now, it gets me so heated. Because I was such a vulnerable person back then. And she knew that I was a vulnerable person. She knew that both of us were vulnerable people and she used that completely against us. Um, 
And like, but she, she'd keep us on a leash, basically. She'd be like, oh, I still have these people, but I'm just going to make them hate themselves so that they can't leave me. They have no choice but to stay with me. And then I'll give them the little bit of attention, a little bit of love that they need to like keep them hooked. And it fucking worked. And that right there is like just a complete master manipulator. And that happened for years, years and years and years and years. And it got to the point where I was just so fucking depressed. So I hated everything about myself. I wanted to lighten my skin. I wanted to change, you know, my my features on my face. I wanted my hair to be straight. Like I hated every single part of me. I hate. I thought I was too skinny, but I also didn't want to eat. Like, and that was the person who who drove me to that point. And that really fucking sucks because if it was me now, I would have never let that happen. But I, you know what? I wouldn't change it for the world because experience, experiencing such a toxic environment like that made me who I am and, and you know, is one of the, the reasons that led me to streaming and, you know, ultimately this podcast. So I guess I should be thankful to her, but I ain't gonna thank that bitch because fuck that bitch, what the fuck? Um, and you know what's funny? I don't know. I don't think she, she watches my streams. I don't even know if she knows I stream. But, like, <laughs> it's just funny because I, I, I know she's tried to keep tabs on me and, and she tried to reconcile me, with me at one point and it was just like, no, I'm not letting you get back into my life like that. And that was scary, especially, like, when you have someone who's been part of your life for so long and you has treated you that way, has manipulated you, has emotionally abused you, um, to the point where you're just broken down into multiple pieces that only they can fix. It's, it's, you become codependent. You become very dependent on that person. And it's scary to think of life, what life would be without them. Cause it's all you've ever known. And that was the kind of situation I was in. I knew I, I it got to the point where I was like, okay, no, I don't want to be friends with her anymore. I don't want to be in this toxic friendship anymore. And it like it. I got to that point a a long while before I even left the friendship group, and the reason why I hesitated and I stayed was because I told myself she's not a bad person. She's a, she's good. She does this for me. She does that for me. And it's like all the bad stuff was piling up, and I just refused to acknowledge them. And you'll just reach your breaking point. You'll just be like, you look. I can't deal with this anymore. Like I can't continue in life like this because I'm getting nowhere and that's the point that it got to and then I left and you know she hated me for it she then decided to stir the park cause issues with you know my friendships with other people and that's because she was like oh my gosh like she broke free that's not good um but like it was very it was very daunting it was very overwhelming to get to that point but I'm glad that I reached that point on my own but I wish I reached it sooner but you're gonna come into a lot of situations where you're gonna be around people who off the bat you're gonna be like you're you're not a very nice person um and it (laughs) you know what actually You've got to be careful of those people who are charming. 
charming people and very very off the bat like on the surface charming and and nice and I don't know very overly confident because sometimes those people can be very manipulative very emotionally abusive blah 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 and it's because on the inside they're actually going through a lot of shit they're very insecure but on the outside they appear as very confident and that's how they draw people in they draw in the vulnerable people the people who admire them because that you know best friend number two I was super like in ad like I I just completely admired her because of her confidence I was like wow she literally nothing shakes her she's so confident and and she's so cool and and extroverted and I just wasn't any of those things like I didn't feel like I like I was that at all and I you know I think it was I think it's because she she knew that I was nothing like her and she was like oh this this person's gonna latch on to me and I actually did I actually did latch on to her and that fucking sucks but she knew that so you've just got to be careful of those people who who I don't know you've got to be acquainted with the red flags first of all but obviously you're not going to know what red flags are until you've come into them you've come into contact with them and experienced them firsthand because obviously someone could be like oh yeah this is a red flag but you ain't really going to know what that red flag is unless you've experienced it so all I can say is just be careful of you know as I said those people who kind of pull up in your face and are like wow like yeah like love bomb you straight away and then it cuts off um randomly because those people are dangerous people and you know they have a lot of issues anyway like internal issues and and I guess well I was gonna say that's okay it's not you should sort yourself out um but you know friendships can be a tricky one because obviously you're not in you're not in a relationship with this person you don't have to be quote-unquote intimate with them um you don't have to kiss them you don't have to well some people kiss their friends I don't know you do you but you know you don't have to be intimate with that person and and spend a lot of time with that person you spend a lot of time with your friends but you guys know what I mean um so with friendships it's it's harder to spot red flags because you're like oh this person's just my friend they don't have you don't expect your friends to have ulterior motives with you and and you know you don't expect your friends to be horrible um and it's very hard to keep track of them especially when you don't like you don't see them 24 7 or you're not messaging them 24 7 um so friendships are much difficult much more difficult to you know uh sense the kind of toxicity or the toxic tendencies um and like the the same the same thing with like another friendship group it didn't go well and the main reason why it didn't go well was because we were all depressed as fuck bro depressed as hell like we were all just so sad it was like a constant cloud of darkness was just above us all constantly raining on us all the time 24 7 and it was like a, a very negative toxic therapy session constantly every single day and you know through you know your teen life and all that kind of stuff you know especially if you deal with depression or anxiety or any other mental health issues like a lot's going on in your heads and then you're also growing and your hormones are all over the place at the same time like I don't know we found each other through our struggles and come and we we found comfort in that 
but you can only fi- find comfort and that can only be positive for a t- like a certain extent um, and for a certain amount of time because you're just going to be feeding off of each other like emotionally and mentally and that's what it got to. It was just like we were just feeding each other our like struggles and and like negativity and it was just a cycle. The energy was just getting passed around like a fucking ragdoll at this point and you know it it was like that for probably years and you know one of us would have an issue and the, someone else would be like oh well I experienced this and it was 10 times worse than what you're going through so that's it that's all they'd say and like me being me and be, being such a an empath it that was hard because I was experiencing my own emotions and then like five other people's emotions all at once and that that really damaged my mental health and it also damaged how I felt about myself because I was experiencing everyone else's emotions at the same time and you know it this the same kind of thing happened with them but it was more of like a like a hive mind kind of uh kind of deal where like they all collectively wanted to control each other and I'm not that type of person I don't particularly like sit down I'm like yes I want control over everyone like and that's why I was the first one to leave that friendship group because I I don't go about life actively wanting to harm someone or have control over people to make myself feel better because that's some bullshit to me and that's what it was like with them they wanted to have control over me and have control over each other and you know I (laughs) <laughs> the reason <laughs> sorry I'm just thinking basically let's let's have some let's have some uh oversharing right now I had a relationship with my first relationship with a girl no second relationship with a girl and like you know things went places but then I realized it was just super casual it was super casual and we both agreed like hey look it's super casual um and then it got to the point where I was like okay it's not it's kind of becoming less casual and then that's when I was like okay I don't really want to do this anymore that's fine but that girl was also part of that friendship group so I had pretty much the whole friendship group be like what the fuck is wrong with you like you led her on blah 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 and I was like huh like we this relate this whatever we had the situationship was between us it wasn't between all of us it was between me and that person and we decided that hey look it's gonna be super it's casual like we're not gonna let it go anywhere and you know when it started to go somewhere that I didn't want it to somewhere I didn't want it to go um you know I, I I expressed that to her and she said it was fine and then it turns out it wasn't and then I went to a party and that's when I met Cal well, not met Cal. We, me and Cal went to school to, with each other, so we knew each other, but, you know, we weren't really on that level yet. So I went to a party, me and Cal kissed, the friendship group found out, and they all turned against me. <laughs> they were like, what the fuck? Like, how dare you? Like, you're an asshole, you're a bitch, whatever. And I was just like, what? And maybe it was a bitch. Maybe, maybe I, I probably should have dealt with the situation a little bit better. I don't know how I could have dealt with the situation a bit better because none of them would tell me. They were just telling me that I was a shit person um, but wasn't actually telling me what I did wrong. Um, So that was a whole issue. 
and you know it, it was fine it was fine I was I was happy how it kind of ended with that friendship group because I was like if you guys don't want me to be happy if you guys literally cannot be happy for me then we can't be friends because whenever they would have something good happen to them I'd hype the shit out of them I'd be like yes I'm so happy happy for you and proud of you blah 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 um and I was just like you guys can't even be happy for me like this is the happiest I've been in in a long time and you guys aren't even seeing it you're just obsessed with this idea that you know the person I was seeing has kind of created of me and you know I didn't even really get the chance to defend myself but I didn't even really want to because I like you know when you you just know when to walk away from a situation that's kind of what it was and I was just like you know what yeah it's whatever you guys have this idea of me this narrative narrative of me you guys continue to do that because I'm not gonna sit here and and defend myself for something that made me happy um so that was difficult to experience because then I had to kind of make new friends again and then I kind of became friends again with that friendship well no not really but that fucking sucked because it was like okay do I want friends or do I want to do something that makes me happy and ultimately you know I picked the do what makes you happy kind of thing and you know I'm I'm happy I am happy with my decision I, I try to go through life without having um you know regrets or as little regrets as possible um you should always back yourself and always be like hey look this is the decision I want to make and I'd made it and I stand by it like I always try to make decisions where I know for a fact that I will feel like that at the end of it even if I do go through a struggle period and I'm like oh god or like oh no was that the right decision like I try to see not into the future but I try to see like the outcome of like how I'll feel about the my decision that I made um and you know I I am quite happy with a lot of the like I can't think of a decision that I've made that I've like I hate if that makes sense um you know I spoke a little bit about relationships so relationships um oh boy relationships so (laughs) relationships are weird bro they're just so weird um they're a lot they can be overwhelming I definitely wouldn't recommend rushing into a relationship especially when you're a teen um don't just don't worry about it bro girls don't worry about boys or all girls don't, just don't worry okay just just don't just don't get into it please I beg you like you can but seriously I would recommend not getting into a relationship until you're at least like 18 because your teen years bro there's so much shit going on there's a lot going on internally and physically like during your teen years and to get in a relationship can not saying that it doesn't work out but realistically statistically it more than likely won't work out um you know I was in a relationship from the age of 13 till 14 15 16 17 till 17 I was in a relationship for four years that started at 13 years old and with this person it was a lot it was great like the 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 start it was amazing 
but we both were going through a lot of shit mentally and as I said teens you're going through a lot anyway um me in particular I was go I was experiencing a lot you know my home life my life at home wasn't the best um and my mental health was just deteriorating um I just I was just having a hard time and this is this is this is kind of going to overlay with you know um recognizing when you're the toxic one I was most definitely toxic in that relationship not even in the sense of like oh like I was nasty or whatever I was toxic in the case in the sense of like I was so depressed and I was passing on that that depression that depressive energy onto the person I was in a relationship with and then they had to deal with their own shit and then had to deal with my shit on top of it at the age of like 15 and it's like that that's not healthy that is not healthy in the slightest that's pretty fucked up and you know the relationship was was toxic it got to a toxic point it wasn't always toxic but it got to a toxic point and like it happens bro it does happen and the relationships are so complicated when it comes to toxicity because you love that person or you're infatuated with that person because that also happens but you love that person and you you want to stay with them and make things work but bro a teenager should not be having those pressures and and, and stressing over oh but I love this person and I want to stay with him you know what I blame Disney for that shit bro I blame Disney you know all those Disney movies that were shown when we're, we're young and it's like oh yes perfect relationship because I think me like the media and like you know films and stuff like that I feel like they have such an impact on how we view relationships especially like when we grew up watching you know Disney films and stuff like that like everything's superficial Disney films only show the good parts and and, like how it looks on the surface they don't they don't show the the bad parts they don't show the arguments or anything like that um and like yeah in my head I was just like oh yes it's it's like it's a struggle but it's okay like I love this person I love this person I love this person like I kept telling myself that and I kept using it as a a justification um to stay in that relationship and realistically I shouldn't have stayed in that relationship but I did and there's nothing I can do to change that um because at the end of the day that relationship had bro that relationship had such an impact on who I am today if not was the catalyst for why I am the way I am today and how how I'm a streamer and how my confidence and my insecurities are you know have had dissipated um I wouldn't have been that person I wouldn't be this person right now if I wouldn't have experienced that relationship because it changed a lot it changed a lot and I became very codependent on that person which you know you do when you're in a relationship you you kind of become one brain cell you become one person um well that's how I see it that's how I I'm I'm like not a hopeless romantic because that sounds really fucking gross um ill but like I don't know like I I just I see us as us like one one person in a way um so if I'm sad you're sad you're struggling through something I'm struggling through something like I'll take on 
that person's burdens, that person's issues. Um, whereas when when I was a teen, I would do that, but in a health unhealthy way because I was struggling so much myself. And then I would like not prioritize myself. I wouldn't be like, okay, Jazz, you're experiencing this. You're going through this bad thing right now. Maybe you should address that and work through it and then go help your partner. But I was just like, nah, I'm gonna throw my issues across the room in the corner, like a like a dirty pile of clothes. And I would just dedicate all my energy or my mental energy or my emotions into helping my partner. And I would do that constantly. I did that for like, I did that, that for like four years, I think. No, like three years-ish. And honestly, because I'm getting older, it's and because I'm in like a healthy relationship now, it's, I'm kind of forgetting what that really, like my first, because that was my first relationship. I'm kind of forgetting what that relationship was like and but I I know how it made me feel and it didn't make me feel good and I I still have like when I think about it when I talk about it I still have those you know sad depressing angry emotions um so this is weird for me like talking about it because I'm like wait what actually happened (laughs) you know one of those moments where you're like what actually happened huh um but yeah like I was most definitely a toxic person um, within that relationship. And, you know, you sometimes you just gotta recognize that. Like, obviously it took me a while to even recognize that. It took me, actually no. Okay, so I'll tell you what happened. I'll tell you, I just hurt my hand on my desk. I'll tell you what happened. So I always saw myself as a bad person. I'd be like, oh my God, everything's my fault. It's all my fault, like whatever, like blame it all on me, blah, blah, blah. I would blame myself for literally everything. Um, and that was like throughout the whole thing. I've always kind of been like that kind of person who blames myself for things that don't even fucking involve me. I'm like, it's my fault. Fucking a tornado could turn up, like pull up right now in front of my house. And I'd be like, it's my fault. It's my fault. And it's like, uh, Jazz, no, it's not. But, you know, obviously when you break up with someone, you go through the, it's kind of like death. That sounds so morbid, but you guys know what I mean? Like, when you break up with someone, you go through so many stages. You go through, like, the initial reaction. You're like, either crying or, you know, you're crying, you're upset, you're sad. You're like, oh my god, I've broken up with this person. It's so, it's horrible. And then you kind of go through other stages where it's like, you kind of want to, like, I'll explain what happened to me. So what happened to me was, it was sad. I was so sad. I cried for, like, a week straight. Um, and then it got to the point where I was like, oh my god, I miss this person. Um, should I go back with this person? Do not do that, guys. I, I promise you, please don't go back with the person. Just let it go. I know it's the easy option, but please, I promise you, it won't work out. Um, and then, like, I think the third stage was kind of, like, anger. Because I was, like, reflect, like, not even reflecting. I was just like, bro, this person was such an asshole to me. Like, during the the end stages of the relationship, they were such an asshole. And they were so horrible and and nasty to me. And I was like, like, what? Seeing that person go from, you know, the person at the start of the relationship, comparing it to the end, it it was just such a dramatic jump. And I was just like, what have I even, what have I done to you to make you have this type of 
resentment and hatred towards me and you know as I said it happened quite a long time ago so I'm I'm trying like I'm finding it hard to remember what actually fucking happened um and then like the next stage is like reflection you kind of reflect on like what the relationship was like blah 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 um within that stage I feel like you should most definitely kind of reflect on what went wrong not how you could have changed it don't do that reflect on what went wrong um reflect on how that person treated you how you treated that person and then from that you decide okay so when I have another relationship how do I expect to be treated how do how should I treat someone else and then also set boundaries come up with boundaries that you want um definitely do that because it would definitely help you and then like the final stage is probably just like accepting that hey look me and this person are over cool like (laughs) that's kind of what it gets to but you know for, for a long time I I blamed myself you 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 find it often like especially if you have a brain like mine you blame yourself for everything and you're like oh my god no I should have done this I could have done this don't fucking do that to yourself okay like don't ever sit there and think oh I should have done this I could have done this to make things better I you know maybe I should have done this maybe that would have helped the situation no whatever's meant to happen in your life will happen it will happen and there's nothing you can do about it you know there's no time machine there's no like do-over there's no like restart like what happened happened and it may have sucked it probably will suck it might not suck but you know you've got it you've got to just accept it and and just move on and obviously don't fucking rush yourself don't be like okay I've accepted it and that's it take your time be patient as I said it's like morning um not morning not the morning like grieving I'll say grieving (laughs) like grieving someone the loss of someone because you've essentially lost someone you've lost the person who you may or may not have been intimate with not even in like a sexual way just like emotionally emotionally intimate with um and that's fucking difficult because they've been a part of your life for however long and now they're not and that can be very daunting and overwhelming because you're like ah shit what the hell am I going to do without this person? And yeah, it's it's difficult. You've got to just, as I said, you've just got to accept it and, and, and just use it as, use the whole, not use the whole relationship. No, fuck it, I'll say it. Use the relationship as a learning experience because that's what I did. And, you know, use it as a self-reflection tool because you learn a lot especially in your first relationship you learn a lot about yourself what you're like in a relationship what you expect from that person um what you don't want from that person all that kind of stuff like you learn a lot in your first relationship and you know as I said just use it as a a learning curve use it as a a tool to better yourself and you know look after yourself essentially like look out for you know the red flags that you had in your first relationship um oh my god I need to burp really bad and like my you guys (laughs) you guys can probably hear it if you (laughs) it's so 
feels like I'm gonna throw up, but I'm not. Like I need to burp for some reason, and it keeps coming. It it, it keeps coming out weird. I'm sorry. I'm also not gonna cut this out because why would you do that? Um, <laughs> but um, also um, another thing I want to talk about is well, we kind of brushed upon it because um, I kind of that's just how I I talk. Um, this is why I like doing this because I can go on tangents and then go back to things. Um, but toxic mentality. Um, like recognizing when you have a toxic mentality now I'm not talking about how you treat other people I'm talking about how you treat yourself and you know I'm very big on self-love and you know personal growth hello growing pains um but it's very important to you know when you recognize those red flags in other people like your friendships relationships whatsoever um you need to know when there's a red flag in yourself and you know as I said at the start we all have toxic tendencies we all have toxic habits that's a given we are human we have faults um even though some people like to you know delude themselves and and say hey look I'm I'm fine I'm perfect um no you're not um and you know it's it's very easy to have those toxic mentality mentalities and and habits because you know as I said it happens I have toxic um toxic traits toxic habits and honestly you've got to recognize them you've got to look them right in the fucking face and 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 be like hey look I see you I'm aware of you and you know there's there's no point of just being like okay I'm aware of you because that that's not going to do anything you've got to find ways to you know change those toxic habits because they most of the time they are just like habits that we can kind of unlearn um I'm trying to come up I'm trying to think of like what toxic toxic habits I have or toxic behaviors I have I mean self-doubt is probably the biggest one for me um you know self-doubt can be very toxic it can it can deter you from doing things that you want to do especially when it's something that you're passionate about so like you know if you want to open up open up a business and you know self-doubt is is a normal thing to have you're kind of like oh god oh no is am I doing the right thing um will it work out like self-doubt and anxiety kind of go hand in hand um but you know it can become very overwhelming it it can become very big to the point where you literally won't do anything you won't do anything you you won't pursue your your dreams your you know your goals because you're just like nah it's not gonna work out I'm not good enough I'm not good enough to do this I don't have the skills I don't have the talent blah 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 whatever it is um and I get it it's easy to get yourself into that mindset because you know, it does come down to your you being afraid of the consequences or you being afraid of what could possibly go wrong. Um, but don't let it control you. It's easier said than done, I know. But don't let it control you and, and kind of eat away at you because you'd, I don't know, you'd rather go and do something that you were like, yay, I'm so ha- super happy, super passionate about it. And even if it goes wrong, at least you can say that you've done it, right? 
Like at least you can be like, well, I tried it and it, it didn't work out. And that's com- that's completely fine. Go and work on something else. Go try something else or do the same thing, but do it better. You know what I mean? Life is just, life is going to throw so many fucking curveballs at you. And, and you know, it's, it's going to, it's going to make things not work out for you sometimes, but that's okay. Don't let it deter you from doing anything else. Like what the fuck? I would beat you up, honestly. I probably shouldn't threaten anyone on here because, you know, it's fine. <laughs> um, I don't mean to threaten anyone. But seriously, don't don't let it deter you from doing what you want to do because it's you'll, you'll, you'll experience so much more in life by doing taking those leaps of faith and doing those things that you're kind of uncomfortable about. Even, even if, like, you're like, oh, God, like, I really don't want to do it. And then you do it and it's like, okay, I still didn't enjoy it. Like, you still fucking did it and you still gave it a try. Um, so most definitely have that kind of mentality and, and be aware of those toxic, you know, toxic traits. You know, some people, what's what's other toxic traits? I'm trying to think. Like, oh my God, lying. So I'm not talking about lying in, like, in a general sense. I'm talking about when people are like, I'm lying to protect you or I'm lying to stop something bad from happening that is a a toxic trait to have um and honestly it doesn't work having the mentality of like oh i'm not telling this person the truth because i'm protecting them who gave you the right to decide what's right for that person or what that person needs to know especially if it involves them like fucking tell them um but like, you know, you, you who gave you the fucking privilege of protecting that person? Does that person really need protecting? Because at the end of the day, when I don't know, especially in movies, oh my god, in movies when like the main character gets lied to by her parents and and she's like, why didn't you tell me? And they're like, oh, I was I was doing it to protect you. Like, bitch, why you? Why you really? Because look where we are right now. Every time that happens in a movie, like, the character's in such a shitty situation and they would have benefited from being told the truth. And at the end of the day, I feel like people who say, I was lying to protect you, they're really lying to protect themselves or lying to make sure that, I don't know, to, like, so they don't have to deal with it. And then they, they mask it as like, oh, but, you know, I'm taking on this burden to protect you. That's, that sounds very manipulative to me. Um, but, yeah, what's another one? I'm trying to think of, like, toxic mentality because, honestly, with myself, I don't know. I, I do a lot. I'm very self-aware of myself. So not not to be like, oh, I don't have toxic traits because I do. Self-doubt is definitely one of them. But, you know, I don't really think of my toxic traits I just kind of not avoid them but I'm like I'm constantly working on my toxic traits so it's hard for me to be like okay this is one this is one this is one I just know what is toxic and like what is healthy and that's kind of I don't know I'm kind of going to give you guys a challenge like I want you to sit there not sit there well yeah you actually sit there sit there right now I'm joking um sit there and self-reflect on okay this is what I do that's kind of toxic and 
remember that toxicity doesn't make you a bad person. It doesn't, it does not make you a bad person unless you are a bad person, then you're a bad person. You know what I mean? You probably don't. That's fine. Um, but toxic behaviors, toxic traits do not necessarily make you a bad person. You only become a bad person when you are a shit person to people. Like, hello? What the hell? Um, don't be ashamed of your toxic, you know, traits and toxic behaviors because they are there. Um, they're not gonna go away unless you, you know, take a stance and actually fucking do something about it. But obviously that process can be very, it can be painful, it can be difficult, it can be overwhelming, it can be stressful. Um, and that's okay. Take your time. You have all the time in the world. I feel like these days we get into our heads that, oh my god, I have to do this thing now. I have to do it now. Otherwise, like, it's not gonna happen. Take your fucking time with things. A lot of, you know, a lot of things end up being better when things are, like, it It, it has the time to to form. What, what is it? Diamonds? Diamonds take ages to form or some shit? I don't know. Some, I'm trying to be philosophical here, but, like, you know, <laughs> like, good things, like, especially things that you're super passionate about or, like, you know, they need time. They need time to grow and they need time to, to form and, and you know, um, or wine. Hello, let's think about wine. Wine takes, um, it ages, right? And the more aged a wine is, the more, like, better it is. So there you go. But they, there's your analogy. <laughs> I'm trying to, I need to be more philosophical when it comes to this podcast. Like, I feel like, I don't know, I, I obviously these things are just gonna be like a whole like kind of a ranting session or like mini tangents or big tangents actually um but I do hope that like listening to me talk even if you're like what the fuck is this bitch talking about I hope it helps (laughs) I hope it helps in some way because this would be so it would make me feel so sad if it's like people listen to this and they're like this bitch (laughs) like what the fuck (laughs) like I actually want to have some sort of an impact especially like on your lives or even if it's for your day like an impact on your day or for a minute at least please please give me a minute of your time but like seriously I hope that in the future and like and now that these podcasts you know help you in some sort of way I know obviously they're very they're very focused on me right um but obviously that's kind of what I want these podcasts to be I want I want you guys to be able to listen to my experiences and hopefully take what you need from my experiences and also you know I don't know I'll work on it it will get better hopefully I should probably cut this out but I probably won't because I'm legit going on a rant but um yeah toxic behaviors it's fine it's fine to have them just you know try and work on them try and change them and just recognize them and don't let yourself get into toxic friendships relationships obviously you know I'm I'm here like yeah don't do that but you might you might find yourself in those situations and that's okay but just know that it's okay to leave it's okay to take yourself away from those environments because you know they're not healthy for us they're not they're not healthy for you and even though the other side may be scary and daunting and overwhelming to think of, 
you will probably most definitely be better off not being in these environments um but yeah thank you so much for listening guys i'm sorry i kind of went on a i went on a shit ton of rants today but um thank you so much for listening i hope you all have an amazing day and yeah goodbye guys